This is the County Live podcast with Chris Ridgway and Martin Johnston. County Live podcast is sponsored by The Spinning Top. And that's because we reckon The Spinning Top is the best pub in Stockport for county fans. It has an amazing range of beers and guest ales, continental lagers and German beers to suit all taste. But it's also a great venue for live music. It's on the A6, so it's handy for town and Edgeley Park and has a really welcoming atmosphere. All this makes The Spinning Top the pub of choice for this podcast and for a growing number of county fans. Why not join them? As ever on the County Life podcast, first up we have Chris's weekly interview with County Manager Jim Gannon for the first time this season, ahead of the opening game against FC United. Well Jim, we're here at the Stockport County Fans Forum, which we'll speak about in just a moment, but before that, final training session before uh, the season proper kicks in, just tell us how the lads are doing, how you're doing ahead of the new campaign. Yeah, I'm really pleased with the six weeks that we've had. Um, I think most of the lads are are in good shape, um, some of them really strong. Um, and looking very fit and raring to go. Um, obviously, we've got a few that have had a few interruptions, but yeah, I think tonight, um, you know, it was a tight squad tonight, and uh, we're really looking forward to the game because you've, you've got a bit of focus now. So we're, we're focusing on FC United uh, come Saturday. There's going to be a lot of questions I feel may have already been answered in this fans forum tonight, but I think there's also quite a lot to pick up. One thing you mentioned in there tonight, some of the bookies have made Stockport County the favourites to win the league and to, to go up as champions. Just how do you assess that? Because it's it's almost a bit disrespectful, I think, to other teams if you were to say to go in, we are the favourites, but at the same time, there are some challenges, are there? Yeah, well, I, I don't know what that's based upon. I, I think they probably look at our league position. Uh, they probably look at the, perhaps a few changes that are happening at Kidderminster and Brackley and... Um, and they, they probably wouldn't be aware of the work that would be going on at the, you know, the, the clubs with bigger budgets that are full-time, like um, York and uh, Southport in particular. So uh, I, I think, but, but everybody feels that this season's uh, very wide open. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of strong managers coming to this division. We've got some strong conference sides coming down. Uh, a lot of managers that have won the league uh, or have got out of this division. Uh, Billy Heath, uh, Marcus Bignett, Liam Watson. Um, guys from Salford, they're all back, you know, and all um, raring to go this season. So it's going to be extremely competitive. And um, uh, But last season was, um, and I know in the end that Salford and Harrogate were there from day one and deserved to go up, but um, there, there was a extremely competitive division. There was a lot of teams vying for the playoffs, uh, a lot of teams looking at, over the shoulders at the, play, uh, the relegation zone. So I think it's going to be very similar this year. You're looking forward to that challenge. You mentioned a few names there, likes of Billy Heath and the guys from Salford. Are you looking forward to pitting your wits against theirs and putting your eleven against theirs? Yeah, I think that we're a slightly different team now. We're younger. We're looking to play to mix our game up and play a good brand of football. That's going to have its challenges, especially when you come up against physical sides or pitches or poor weather. But but I think that we're not just trying to be competitive this year. We're trying to build a good young team that. Hopefully, they can be successful this year. But if we do go up, uh, which is our objective one, that we can be competitive at the next level and have a team that's growing and growing, uh, which is what we did back in 2006, seven and eight seasons. There's a lot of players to pick over. There's some new faces that I'm going to ask you about. But one name that came up more than most, I think, tonight was Sam Walker. And I think when he came to the club this time last season, there was a lot of high expectations. He was a well-thought-of player. 
last season didn't really work out for him at Stockport County, but he is still here. He's looked great in pre-season, in great shape, good work ethic. Just tell us where Sam is in the squad and, and your feelings on him. I think Sam deserves great credit. Um, I think perhaps if he looks back at last season, he, you know, we had a difficult departure from Salford, you know, just as he wanted to commit to being full-time there. He's coming to ourselves. He's, he's perhaps, the, um, you know, we got married in the summer and that disrupted his kind of, his flow in pre-season and never really gave himself a chance to, to really establish himself uh, in Stockport's team last season. I think it's been different this season. I think his mentality has been brilliant off-season. He's come at the pre-season extremely fit. He's been at the front and everything, and he's been, a, you know, he's been a he's been a credit to himself uh, and to the profession. And um, I, I'm I'm really pleased for him that he's uh, he's going to be in the starting lineup come Saturday. Another player that was mentioned, a new face this time, Jordan Keane. The the, the fact was brought up that he could play in defensive midfield or he could drop back into defence if needed. It strikes me again that there's a fluidity in the squad. Players can play different positions, they can rotate, they can move around where needed. Is that key to your squad assembly? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously what you want players who are very good in their positions and and, and every manager has a kind of a core shape in mind. Um, you know, whether that be a 3-5-2 or a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-3-1, it doesn't really matter, but you have to be very flexible nowadays. Um, I think with Jordan King, we had a player that um, I know is can play left centre back or, or or holding mid, and he's done both with with, with great aplomb this season and uh, uh, or last season with Boston. So, um, and when we went for, we wanted to add players. We wanted to add players um, who perhaps um, bring a bit more quality. Uh, they commit a little bit more to full time football. Um, you know, we we knew we wouldn't have as big a squad as last year. So therefore, you have to have a little bit of flexibility when you squad a couple of players who can play different positions. And and Jordan Keane and Sam Minahan sort of epitomised that players who can who were, who were great in one or two positions. And sometimes the way they go about the business, they look like two players. So I'm really pleased with um, with Jordan Keane. Uh, right from the first training session, I thought I made a, a good decision to sign him, and I think he's going to be a key player for us someday. Um, yeah, whether we play him as a centre-half or a midfield, I think he's going to be one of our standout players this year. Another player's name who came up, Callum Mantak. Uh, we've seen him a little bit in pre-season, of course. He suffered that horrible uh, leg break uh, here at Stockport County, but he seems like you're very happy to have him back and he was welcomed with open arms by the club. Yeah, I think I think, I think think we can all see Callum's raw, raw potential. He's, um, he came to our club and he, he did well on the right wing. He scored, uh, I think he scored against FC United off the left wing. He did a brilliant job at left wing back against Southport away when we turn, overturned the 2-2 draw to a 3-0 win. Um, I think he's got great, great potential. Um, it's very frustrating for him because, you know, obviously he got injured playing for us and they never really gave him a chance to establish himself like um, Jamie Stott at um, Oldham and getting another year and showing himself. So I was very mindful of keeping a close eye on what was happening with him and keeping in tabs with him. Um, and I'm delighted to have him aboard. Um, hopefully, we can continue, you know, whatever deal we've given him to, to the end of the season. But uh, I think he's a player that gives us great cover on both flanks. And um, and if we can find a position for him where he can really show all his talents, I think he could be a fantastic player for the future. We've cast our eye over the squad now. Let's have a look. Get back and down to business. I think game week number one, FC United. Last season we spoke about it being a cauldron atmosphere in the in Edgeley Park when FC United comes down. Both sets of fans are up for it. Now we've got the added incentive. It's the first game of the season. This is going to be a firecracker start, isn't it? Well, if you look back at um, you know the fixtures and you kind of look at, um, I mean, um, since I've been here anyway, they've always been good games for us, um, especially in the league. We've, um, we've had some really good results. 
uh, I think last season we beat them home and away. Um, but they've been fantastic crowds. I mean, we broke the national record, um, you know, about 18 months ago. Um, and last season the gates were brilliant as well. Um, so in itself, it would have been a cracking game, a local derby, you know, two two well support clubs. Um, for that to be the opening game of the season really, really uh, puts a, a bit of spice on it. So um, tough game to start with. Um, you've got a team that's wanting to prove themselves at this level, some new players. Um, um, but, you know, it's a game that we really, really have to target to win because we've got a very tough August um, and we're going to have to work extremely hard to get results. So we have to maximise every opportunity at Edgy Park. Of course, they've got a couple of familiar faces, uh, Stephen O'Halloran and Harry Winter. I expect both of them to start for FC United. What's it like coming up against former favourites of your own? No, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, Liam Dickinson, he's one that was very talismatic in our 2007-8 season. Uh, you know, we sold in a million-pound deal. I mean, it's just... And then I brought Liam back to Peterborough and he scored in his debut for me there, and um, which helped launch him another, another couple of years in the Championship with Barnsley. So, Dicko's a great guy and, um, you know... Uh, he's a great, great signing for FC United. I mean, I, I know he's he struggled a little bit with form and fitness, but he's got himself going and, and on his day, he's an incredible player. So I think, and, and Harry Winter and Stephen O'Halloran, very, very professional lads. And, and, and I think that's exactly what FC United was, a bit of physicality, a bit of experience, because they're, they're a very good young side. And I think if they're going to stay in this division and quit themselves at this level, they need to get that blend. And I think they've done that really well with the players that we used to have. Uh, that they've added and um, like I said I'm, I'm really looking forward to them again it's another little twist to the story on, on Saturday and it's uh, it, but it'd be nice to see those boys back at Edgley Park and hopefully they get a warm welcome Opening day of the season Jim just finally do you have any pre-season rituals or anything that you go through with the players that you think every season this is you putting your philosophy down or do you have to put your socks on in a certain order or anything that you do before the season starts No not really no because um, you know I I think we're just a creature of good habits, really. Um, the one thing I always remind the lads, because it's not that for long ago, when you, you look back at the, the last couple of games of the season, that run we had, and we remind them how important every point was and how valuable the points were, uh, just remind them that the first point of the season, the first goal of the season, the first three points of the season, is as valuable, and you've got to start racking up points from day one, and uh, that's going to be really important. It's to set that mi- mindset that comes, comes on very strong in the final month of the season, we have to have that from day one. Um, that's the only ritual I have. Would you pass a message on to the fans at the start of the season? Uh, I'm really looking forward to the season. Hopefully they can sense. It's been a great off-season. The lads have worked extremely hard. We've added some good players. I think we've we've overcome some concerns with the departures of the Jimmy Balls and the Jason Oswalds. But we've added some great players, some great lads who've got a real chance of being successful players here, not just for this season, but for future years. So I'm really excited by the year ahead. And uh, hopefully um, 1,600 of them have supported us with season tickets. And I, I hope we're in for a cracking year. All the best for the campaign, Jim. Thanks so much. So welcome back to the County Live podcast for another season. This is the 2018-2019 season. That's scary. It always feels weird when you say the new season year, doesn't it? You try and get, it right, you try and get your head around it. 2018-19 makes it feel a little bit old now. It does. It's, I mean, we should be going around on hoverboards. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're here at Edgeley Park, so if you hear a plane going over, that proves that we're here because we've picked a day when, uh, when the flight path is is over Edgeley Park but the ground looks fantastic but we were just you were saying on the way out football grounds always look weird before the goals have been put on yeah when, when, when the goals aren't on the pitch yet I, I am assured that the goals will be put in place by kick-off on Saturday um, but obviously the, the ground's been just doing the last few touches up 
to the pitch. We, we've got to say, Martin, we're, we're looking over it now and it looks glorious, doesn't it? It looks fantastic. It's actually a magpie just getting a quick run out, cheeky little run out in the corner over there. But other than that, it looks beautiful. It looks like a bowling green. It does, and a few uh, items going in the skip over there as well, so apologies for any background noise from that. I've always noticed at Edgley Park there's, there's a big gang of magpies, but there's only one today. Um, but down to the serious business. Um, first thing I want to talk about is I saw your tweet um, and the on if you go on Flash Score, other other score apps are available. If you go on Flash Score, uh, County are uh, on top of the table there. But if you look at the names of the teams around there, you know there's some big clubs there, some big you know clubs of similar size. You know, we've got Chester now, York, York still. You know, who who else is around there? There's well, I mean, who else has come down? Well, I and mean, come up. Geisley have come down and Altrincham have come up. I think they're teams you've got to look at. And everyone knows that non-league in the last few years, uh, you know, it's gathered a fair few scalps. You look at the likes of York and Darlington and Stockport County, uh, to name a few in, at our level. And I think there will be a few clubs punching for that number one spot this year. I don't think there's going to be a runaway number one contender. Now, I said that last season, and whereas Salford did sit top of the pile for the majority of the season, Harrogate flirted with it for a little while but it was mainly Salford up the top there um, I don't see there being one team be it by two points or 20 points run away with the league which is what we've seen in the last three or four years now um, this year I expect County to be up there and swinging I expect Chester to be up there and swinging I expect Kidderminster to be up there and swinging there's a few there's a few clubs that I think they're, they're going to improve from last season York they looked really strong last season then they had a bit of a wobble towards the end talk about off-field problems uh, and whatnot, you would think they'd probably use the summer to get those sorted. Geisley will want to go straight back up. There will be teams that are punching this year, and I think the top of the table is going to be quite fluid as opposed to recent years where you've had the likes of Fylde uh, and Solihull and last season Salford just sitting at the top all season and making no competition of it. So, yeah, I, I was looking at those teams, and, and I, I had this gut feel that it's going to be if you look at those teams and the quality of the, those teams as you were saying there that for County to do what they did last season and get in the playoffs for me that will be a really good achievement based on those teams but being the man you are and you know being such a a big fan of what's going on at the moment in this club I expect you'll be wanting more Every, every fan will be wanting more. I mean, the, the playoffs, uh, it, they, they're not going to be easy to get into, but every fan will know now, especially as we got in there last season. Jim Gannon has a record of improving teams season on season. The playoffs are an absolute minimum. I would expect County to go up and be, uh, be punching at the top. But I look at those tables and those bookies, odds, and the, you know, the prediction things that, that all put Stockport County at the top. And as flattering as it is, for me, you've got to question the research that's going in there. These, these big bookmakers, Coral and, and whoever else it is who's, who's put Stockport County at the top of the league, what do they really know about the division? Because you look down at that prediction table that was on the, the Flash Scores tweet and you think, well, Chorley aren't in the playoffs. Uh, Kidderminster aren't in the playoffs. You know, so, well, who's doing the research? Why are these teams not in the playoffs? Why, why are they not up there? Now, um, it'd be nice... To, to win the league every team's going to say that and I honestly think Jim Gannon and his men will go out there as though they can and they should win the league um, for me you've got to look at the top two or three places and think we've got to be in there and because it's going to be a bit of a fluid top three or four this season let's just make sure we're strong 
as strong as we can be going into the final months of the season. We've got a strong squad built up here. We know that Jim Gannon teams tend to get stronger in the second half of the season. This season, particularly in the first couple of months, we've got some really, really hard games. So let's have a strong start for once. Let's, let's really hit the ground running, build on it, and then come the end of the season... You know, three points at the end of the season are just as important as three points at the beginning of the season. Hopefully, we can get to the higher echelons of the top three and challenge for that top spot. Yeah, and that was certainly the case last season. You know, the momentum gathered around kind of March into April and then the end of the season, certainly, you know, what took the, the club into the playoffs. Um, but you're right, you've got to have a strong start and then be in the conversation come February, come post-Christmas. You know, have a decent Christmas, come post-Christmas, you've, you've got to be in the conversation. And, and as you say, that, that's certainly possible. So if we look at the squad, how do you think the, the, the squad's looking for the start of the season? Squad's looking really, really healthy. I mean, pe- people are going to expect me and you to say things like, oh, they're looking really strong, they're looking really good. But you look at the signings that County have made. Yes, some big familiar names have gone out. And I- I've written some programme notes ahead of uh, the game on Saturday that will be in the programme this weekend, where we've said we-, we can't deny players like Jimmy Ball, Jason Oswell, Harry Winter, Michael Clark. These players, they were popular players who have moved on now. They've left the club. So you've got to look at how they've been replaced. And you're looking at players like Jordan Keane and Ash Palmer at the back. They have made Stockport County significantly stronger at the back. For what it's worth, I thought Michael Clark could have done a job if he'd stayed with us. I thought Chris Morley can still do a job. That's why he's still with us. I thought Stephen O'Halloran could still do a job. That's why he was offered a deal. However, we needed someone in there to take that upper level. We needed someone to, to get in that mix. And he brought two players in who can do that, Ash Palmer uh, and Jordan Keane. You then look further, off the, uh, further up the pitch... Uh, players like Jake Kirby coming in, the Stockport County fans know exactly what Jake Kirby brings to the table. It was similar kind of feel to when we signed Reese Turner last season. Very, very exciting player, very, played much higher up the, uh, the pyramid. So County fans will expect a lot from him. And then you look right at the pinpoint at the top of the Christmas tree. Frank Mulhern has looked deadly uh, in, um, in pre-season. Uh, these last few weeks. He's a player who I'm told is is just itching to get going. He looks in phenomenal shape, much better shape than he has done in previous pre-seasons. So I think Stockport County have got a team here. Yes, okay, we've we've lost to Jason Oswell, but let's not forget about the big Baron spell Jason Oswell went through. Let's not forget that Jimmy Ball, he brought a lot to the team, but he never really had a concrete place in the team. So we've not lost our number four or our number 10 because he was a little bit of everything. So we've replaced in good numbers... And I think the squad is, is looking exceptionally strong, especially now we've signed Callum Mantak again. Yeah, great news about Callum Mantak. Was that uh, a little bit out of the blue or was that, was that being, was there a lot of, you know, was that being done in, in the background for quite a while? Well, I mean, it, it's, no, <clears throat> it's no secret. Is it? Callum is a distinguishable character. Uh, he comes to the games, he, you know, he was there at pre-season for, for most of the games. He played at Stockport Sports, uh, he played in a couple of the others. He was around the ground towards the end of last season. So it won't be the biggest of surprises. He obviously wanted to stay in touch with the club and the club wouldn't have kept inviting him back if he wasn't on the radar. Um, for me, it, he's a player that we, that we need to see in, in full quality. He, he relies on his pace so much and he's coming back from a broken leg. How has that affected his pace? Is he going to be able to, to recapture that? Because if he has, he's untouchable. Now, you know me, man, I'm not a doctor in any stretch of the imagination. But the, the, the kind of buzz term that you hear is when, it, when it's a bone break, you can come back stronger from it. It's ligament problems and tendon problems that tend to have a lasting effect. Well, he's coming back from a bone break. So if he can get that pace plus a little bit, maybe work on his calf muscles, get his explosive shoot 
working a little bit more, he's starting to sprint a little bit faster. We've got a phenomenal player there. When you're looking at players like Matty Warburton around him to play balls one, two, bounce off each other, incredible signing. And, and for me, just another reason Stockport County are going to be punching at the top end of the table this season. And certainly, you know, to have the option uh, in the squad and to find out, you know, it's probably, as you say, come back from a bone break. You know, they can be very clean and you can come back fine, but probably take a little way uh, time for him to feel his way into the season. But certainly as a squad option, uh, a really good option, no doubt. So who else of the new guys is are you going to be having, keeping your eye on? Who do you think will excite the crowd here? Well, I think Jordan Keane is going to be the man to watch. I know we mentioned Ash Palmer uh, and Jordan a moment ago, but Jordan Keane... In the middle of the park, when when I when I saw him come in, I thought, "Is is he a big improvement on Harry Winter? Is he? This is going to be a big question now." Uh, and in pre-season, I thought a couple of things he's done. You know, a couple of times the ball slipped away from him, or you know, he's not quite at the rub of the green. But other times, he's looked absolutely phenomenal. He, the big, strong leader in, that can play in defensive midfield. He can play in the in the heart of the defence. Is he going to be the guy that grabs the name, uh, grabs the game by the scruff of the neck? Um, but you talk about new boys or who's going to make the, the the bigger impact. For me, it's a couple of old faces that I think have got a lot of pressure on them now, but we know that they can deliver. And the two names in particular I'm thinking of are Darren Stevenson and Sam Walker. They're the two that I think are battling now for a position. There is a, a shirt number 11. If you look at the team selected over pre-season, the number 11 shirt seems to be the one in a bit of a tug of war between Sam Walker Darren Stevenson. Uh, Darren Stevenson. Sam obviously had his troubles last year. He went away. He, he looks in much better shape. He looks like he's sharp. He wants to be on the ball. Darren Stevenson. We saw the explosive nature he can he can bring to a game when he's on form. So both of those two now really have to kind of battle it out. And for Stockport County fans, that can only be a positive thing. Yeah, Darren had a great end to the season, and you know really grew into that to that role, and and was quite adaptable as well. So, so you know, would you of the two, would you make him favourite to start on Saturday? I, th- I think, I think I will. I think I would make him because of the nature of of who we're playing. We're playing FC United. It's going to be. It's always a tasty game. We remember what happened last season with the comments from from the manager and what happened in the FA Cup and blah blah blah. We're going to need goals on this one. And whereas Sam does pose a goal threat in that he can carve out assists and things, with the nature of the atmosphere, it's going to be, as Jim Gannon described it last season, a cauldron here on Saturday. It's going to be a real melting, boiling pot. We want players who are going to get the ball and they're going to excite those fans. And Darren Stevenson getting the ball and putting his head down and running at a fullback excites the fans. It does up and down the divisions. Those players who who attack the goal rather than put the foot on the ball and pick out a pass it looks fantastic on the replays but in the moment I think you need an attacking threat and I think Darren Stevenson will probably win that battle Yeah and you're absolutely right Saturday's going to be absolutely fantastic what a way to start the season what a, what a great fixture it's going to you know if you it's one of those you know that, that cliche about if you don't enjoy playing on in that game if that isn't the way to start the season you know there's every chance to break the record again for this level of football because it's the start of the season the weather's great people are just itching to see both teams and you know we FC United very you know they've they've kind of had their troubles and kind of done, gone down a bit it'd be very interesting to see what they're like but what a way to start the season it's going to be um, well too many superlatives I think 
both teams both both teams will have an optimism at the start of the season like every football club does the start of the season is a new chapter if you had a, a bad end to last season it's a chance for you to forget it and start again if you had a positive end to last season it's a chance to build on it it's it's optimism from top to bottom and both teams have got a lot to fight for this season FC United they you know for the first time I think ever in their history they're starting with a new manager for the season you know they, they've had the same manager up until midway through last season for Stockport County you get the impression okay we could go and win the league this season but it's games like this that we need to be winning so both teams are going to come out fired up a couple of players on the FC United team will have a point to prove Stephen O'Halloran's there Harry Winter's there you think Harry Winter's going to let this game go by and not have something to say about it I personally don't see that happening so you, you get the impression that the players themselves there's enough motivation for the fans the first game of the season is always a big one anyway because it's you know everyone's coming back from the summer I know people who have rearranged holidays to be at this very game because it's FC United so the fans are going to be up for it the players are going to be up for it the management are going to be up for it everybody knows the significance of this game there is a grudge from last season both teams are carrying a little bit of a grudge I expect this game to boil over at times I expect this game to be aggressive and to be exciting and to be adrenaline filled and I just hope it lives up to it and I hope the weather carries on um, the way it has been doing because it, it looks like it could be a fantastic day and is there anything else from pre-season that you've kind of noticed in terms of people tried in various roles or, you know, the fitness of the players, the kind of mood around the camp? I mean, as you always say, you know, we're always going to say that the mood is great. But is there anything kind of that's caught your eye? The one thing that I have noticed by Jim Gannon is he's used every area of his squad. I've been coming to the pre-season games trying to get a little bit of an insight, trying to get a little bit of a clue because Jim is not going to give anything away to me. He's not going to tell me what his first 11 is on on the hope that I don't go out and tell anybody else. You know, so I've been trying just like everybody else has to kind of suss out who's playing where. Who's going to play at right back? We've got Dan Cowan, Sam Minihan and Adam Thomas all vying for that position. Who's going to get that number 11 shirt? Is it going to be Sam Walker, Darren Stevenson or somebody else? And what I would say that I've learned from the pre-season is that Jim he's kept his cards close to his chest and he's used his whole squad. Adam Etches has had a lot of runs out. Uh, runouts in, in, in pre-season we've seen players like Sam Walker play in the number 11 position then come back and play in the number 4 we've seen Jordan Keane play in the middle of the park and playing in the defence we've seen Frank Mulhern up top we've seen Matty Warburton up top so there is fluidity in that squad there is depth in that squad you know people might not like leaning on the kids too much during the season but from what we've seen Jim Gannon has faith in them because that's why they're playing he takes pre-season so seriously we were in the playoffs last season and before that game he was talking about what happened in the pre-season at the start of last season. That's how seriously he takes it. So for those kids or for those reserve players to get runs out in that time it says to me that Jim Gannon is aware of them, they're on his radar uh, and I think that to take anything from that is that there is depth in the squad. Yeah, it's a different world now, isn't it? You know, it, everything trickles down from, from the Premier League. You look how seriously all the top managers take take um, pre-season now how seriously Klopp takes it you, how much Mourinho's being criticised at the moment because it's not going well for them it's it's really important for the clubs and it, it used to be that you know our pre-season was just a kind of interesting way of looking at a few new players or the kit and then and then the first game didn't really matter either but even at this level now those first games crucial and pre-season's crucial so you can understand that, and Jim Gannon is a manager as we know we're so lucky to have him at this level he could coach at another level we know that so there's no surprise that that's the, that's the attitude yeah uh, I remember I asked uh, Jim Gannon at the start of last season uh, sorry at the end of last season when there was a few games left I said Jim are we entering 
the business end of the season now, to throw a cliche. And he looked back and he just said, the business end of the season starts on day one. And he's absolutely right, because we said it before, three points, if we miss out on the playoffs or the top of the league or whatever by three points, doesn't matter when you get them three points. They could come on day one, they could come on the final day. They're just as valuable uh, as one another. They're just as important as one another. So, like I say, FC United, they've got their own things to play for. We know that they're an aggressive club. We know that they're a club who are ambitious and they want to move up. They want to kind of be a little bit bigger than they are. So they're going to see this as a hell of a test to bring the season. And Stockport County, you know, there's a few new boys there. Ash Palmer, he's going to want to make his mark. Paul Turnbull, he's going to want to remind people why he's in the squad. Jordan Keane, he's going to want to make an impression. Now, Frank Mulhern, he's, I've seen him in pre-season popping shots from 20, 30 yards out against Matt Town. He wants to show the fans what he can offer. And like you say, a game like Saturday is the perfect stage to do it. So I think we'll see a lot of that aggressive attitude in both sets of players. So... Great to have a, a local derby to start the season with, but we've got a few more. We've lost one in Salford, but we've got Chester now. Altrincham as well, but you know Chester's going to be a bit spiced with that one as well. That you know old league rivals for County. Yeah, uh, and just before Christmas as well, so we'll have it around our Christmas do time. Um, but yes, it, especially as well that the Chester have brought in. Um, the Salford City managers from last season so there's a little bit of extra spice there they seem to gain a little bit of uh, exposure everywhere they go and people want to have a little pop at them for what it's worth I think the nice guys were with them a few times but you know they do play up a little bit and they do bring in you know a, a little bit of a little bit of sauce to wherever they go so Chester should be an interesting game Altrincham should be an interesting game um, I think there's, there's even York even if it's just on a Tuesday night, which it is, yeah. it's the second game of the season away at York, it's going to be, it's just great to have the football back. Yeah, <laughs> It's the easy way of putting it. Yeah, and the attendances are going to be uh, absolutely terrific for that. So listen, you can hear Chris at the new time of 2.45, does the programme stop? 2.40 on Imagine 104.9 Imagine FM for full live commentary of Stockport County against FC United. And you're going off now to speak to the gaffer? I'm going off to speak to the gaffer. There will be some music played before the game on Saturday. And who's who's that music by? Local Stockport band. Um, the biggest band in Stockport, I'm led, I'm led to believe, are going to be playing uh, some songs out of the speakers here at Edgeley Park. Of course, they're not really the biggest band in Stockport. I believe they're in the top 50. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, our band, uh, amongst many other um, bands, but obviously we, quick plug for you, Martin, Level 7 event, released a new song, uh, earlier this week so that's going to be played out along with a load of other Stockport bands you're going to hear uh, through the speakers um, on match days here throughout the season Blossoms are there uh, Dutch Uncles are there Fuzzy Son are there and many many others um, which I just think is Stockport County again embedding some roots into the community which is, is always nice to hear Antivere County have always kind of done, that, done their best with that, with that kind of thing uh, what's the single called? Pressure so if you go on Level 7 Event on Twitter, you can find the boys, you can find everything about that you need to know, and you will hear, it's a, it is a great song, I say that absolutely as a music fan, not as your friend, um, <laughs> and you'll be able to hear that here at the ground on Saturday.